Welcome to the Will and Air Show. I am William Kramer. I am with my co-host Aaron Bontrager. We cover local sports, including the Northern Indiana Conference and the Northern Lakes Conference Plus teams in St. Joseph and Elkhart counties. We also cover college and pro sports. We are recording our 48th episode on July 16th, 2023. Aaron, how are you doing this week? Doing good. Excited uh, to have Coach Kendra on with us as we continue our local high school football talk as the season is getting closer and closer. Coach, thanks for taking the time to come on our show. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. It's uh, it's, it's crazy how quickly it's coming coming up, but I, I think I looked today and well, we're like 30, 30, 32 days away or something like that, so it'll be here before we know it. Yeah, for sure. Just a quick intro for our listeners. Uh, coach Kinder is going into his sixth year as head coach at Mishawaka with a 45-15 and 15 record, four sectional titles, and one regional title in 2018. Um, our first question for you, we've kind of been asking coaches this to start. What's kind of like your team goals for this year? Well, you know, I think every year um, the the first the first goal that we always have is to win our conference. I, I think that it's it's a really balanced conference. It's it's a challenging schedule. Um, we we've only been able to win it once out of our first three seasons in it, um, and I have felt like we were capable capable of winning it all three years. Um, but really, our ultimate goal is to win the sectional. Um, you know, give ourselves a chance to have some postseason success, um, and and then just see how how long we can make it run. You know, we we think we're pretty close to to knocking on the door of Indianapolis. We uh, we were up twenty one nothing in the regional last year to to a really good Snyder team and just kind of ran out of steam, and and they lost in overtime the next week to the state champ. So. If you think about it in those terms, we're not that far away. And and so the message to our kids uh, this summer has been eventually we're going to break through. Like our, our program believes that um, it's just a matter of when and what group does it. Um, and 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 so we've had a really good off season. I, I think our kids are bought into that. But it's really important, and 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 Will knows this because he was around, uh, you know, the same program I was growing up. It's really important to not be thinking about November in July, right? You gotta, you just gotta. You can have those goals, but if you're not focused on what am I doing today to get better, then you're not going to have a chance to accomplish those things. So uh, it's really important to have goals, but it's also really important to stay focused on the process and and what tomorrow is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love what you said, and I, I agree with, um, you know, uh, the idea of having goals, yet, you know, be in the moment and uh, focus on what you can control, um, and that's getting better, working hard, having fun, uh, all that good stuff. So, yeah, Coach, uh, you know, is um, I forgot to mention this in the intro, but, uh, you know, I remember uh, being a ball boy, and you were... I believe a junior or senior. I think I was maybe a third or fourth grader. I can't remember. Uh, but just going to those gym town games, looking up to you, uh, you know, in a way I still look up to you. Um, and, well, I appreciate uh, that. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, you do things the right way. 
uh, you have a good reputation for, for obvious reasons. Uh, so, um, just wanted to put that plug in there. So, um, impact players on offense. Can you talk about, uh, obviously you got Fisher at quarterback, uh, but can you talk about some of your impact players on offense? Well, you know, it, it's going to obviously start with Brady. Uh, you know, we're going to consider him a two-year returning starter. He he started three or four games when his brother was hurt uh, his sophomore year and his brother's senior year, um, and he did a really good job. Uh, kept us in some games against some good people. Uh, helped us win a couple games as well. But uh, we've got our second returning uh, or second leading rusher, back Novell Miller, uh, who got, a, I think he rushed for over 800 yards as a sophomore last year um, and and did a really good job for us. Uh, we, we lost four offensive linemen. Uh, the only one we've got back is is Matt Willis, who has started since his sophomore year uh, and, and unfortunately missed the last three games of the season last year due to a, a little bit of an ankle injury. So, you know, he's really hungry and, and ready to get back on the field. And then, you know, just trying to figure out uh, a way to to get the ball in some in some athletes' hands. I, I think it's as fast and as athletic and as skilled a team as we've had. Um, but a lot of those guys are going to start on defense, and so we're we're going to have to figure out a way to to balance that to keep them fresh, but also get the ball in their hands. Uh, Ethan Bryce uh, comes to mind. He's someone that could potentially start on defense, but he's a returning starter on offense for us. Um, Trey Thomas uh, is, is going to be a two-way starter, uh, both at corner and at, at wide receiver. He's a 6'3 wide receiver that can run and go get the ball in the air. And we don't throw it a lot, but we're going to have to take advantage of, of his athleticism and his height. Um, but, you know, the, the way that the game has changed so much now, everybody's good on offense, right? So, like, you, you got to be able to score points. Uh, there aren't a whole, you're not going to win a whole lot of games, you know, 14 to seven or, you know, 10 to seven, anything like that. You're, you're going to have against good people. Typically you're going to have to win games by scoring 28 to 35 points. So uh, we got our work cut out for us, but I think we got the the people that can, that can help us put some points on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, uh, I had the privilege of, uh, sitting in a, a basketball practice at Mishawaka and watching Fisher up and down the court. Uh, he's just a, if I can put one word to it, he's just a extreme competitor, just really uh, loves to compete, have fun out there. Uh, so looking forward to see what he does. Um, and, uh, you know, you guys have some good weapons on offense. And um, now can you talk about defense? And some of those impact players, I know you just mentioned that some of those guys will play two ways, uh, but who's your impact guys on defense? Well, I think when you when we start like looking at up front, uh, Carmine Orozco uh, started as a sophomore, had a really good year. He's got, I think, five or six Mac offers. He's got an offer from IU. Uh, really, really good football player um he's likely going to have to play a little bit of offensive line as well but but he's someone that we're counting on to make some plays up front jackson snyder uh our mike linebacker um who i think was our either our second or third leading tackler last year um is a really good player started as a sophomore 
Um, and, and at free safety, we've got Brady Newsom back who also started as a sophomore. Uh, and really those are like the, the three and you count Trey, who I mentioned earlier as, as, as a corner and receiver. Those are the guys that are going to be the four guys really with a lot of experience back on defense and, and guys we're going to look to for leadership and uh, to make plays. But, you know, the, the big concern that we have right now and, and we're we're different from from just about every other program in Indiana. We don't do any of the summer 11 on 11s. We've only been in helmets and shoulder pads three times up to this point. But in those three times, what we've identified is we we got to we got to find some people and we got to get better up front on both sides of the ball. So uh, the, those are the big question marks for us. Um, we've got a big week ahead of us. We're we're every day this week. We're taking our program to Taylor University uh, for three days on campus just uh, to, to get some work in, but also some team bonding. So uh, this is a really important week for us uh, to come together as a team, but also just kind of figure out who can play and who can play where. Mm-hmm. Well said, you know, I think your friend uh, from Warsaw, uh, coach Curtis, uh, you guys are in the same mindset when it comes to summer stuff. We had just had him on uh, a little bit ago and he's kind of similar fashion, same, same way there. Um, Aaron, you had a question about season schedule. Yeah. So kind of walk through the, the breakdown of your schedule, key games. You open with Marion and Bryce Lachane, and you renew the backyard brawl with Penn on the road. And then you, week three, you go to Northridge as well, new faces on offense, uh, then Warsaw and Northwood. So, yeah, like you mentioned earlier, this conference is pretty loaded. Any takes on your schedule or uh, your early games, what are you going to be looking to in those? Well, I think that like when you uh, you can all like w- with the NLC, we can only play two games that we can pick, right? You know, there there's seven that are assigned to us weeks three through nine. There's not a whole lot we can do about those games. Those games are the games we've got to play. So I think when you when you look at like who you want to play in in those non-conference games, you want to identify um, people that are going to challenge you and make you better, right? Like we. Like I said, I, I think that uh, this program um, is is knocking on that door, and we want to we want to get through it. And to do that, you know, it it's a no brainer to renew that that game with Penn. You know, someone that is is going to physically challenge us, but but also someone that's going to expose us. And what I mean by that is they are as well coached as, as anybody and they are going to find your weaknesses and they're going to exploit them. They're going to show them to you and then you're going to have an opportunity to fix them for the future. So um, I think that's a really important game for us. Uh, I'm not, our community is, is crazy nuts about that game. I don't fall in line with that. Like I, I'm excited about the opportunity to compete against, someone good and a quality program, but, um, it's not, it's not this. I don't have that same mindset as a lot of people do. I, I think it's a, it's a great, uh, week two game. Uh, it, it's a natural fit. I mean, we're three, four miles from each other. The weather should be nice. You know, I, I think all those things make sense. It's, it's, it's a heck of a lot better than, than getting in a bus and going to Portage. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. just, 
just from that mindset. So the thing that I really like about our two non-conference games is um, the, the two teams we play are in our, in our town, right? You know, Marion, uh, we can beat a Marion in less than 10 minutes and we can beat a Penn in about 10 minutes. So uh, that's, what's really nice about that. Our, our kids know each other, um, the community, you know, the fans know each other. And, and I think that's what makes it, it, it really special. But yeah, when you get into, into the conference season, you know, uh, we went to this rotating schedule last year was our first year doing that. And I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, but everybody in our league runs into a gauntlet, right. You know, where three straight weeks you've got, there are no breaks and, you know, we, we go really, we've got two of them. So we go Marion Penn Northridge to, you know, out of the gate and then, um, in week six, seven, eight, we go Warsaw, Northwood, Concord, you know, three really good and well-coached teams. And, and so again, where you're hoping that you can figure out a way to win two out of the two out of those three, you know, and if you're, if you, if, you know, if the ball bounces your way to get a bit of, get a bit of luck, maybe you go three and oh, but, um, we're so far away from worrying about those people. I'm worried about, you know, uh, teaching our kids the basics and, and trying to cover everything. I, you know, when you coach, you, you got a checklist of things that you got to get done before week one. And that's all we're really trying to get right now is getting everything installed, covering every little thing that you can possibly think of that might show up in a game and, and getting your kids as prepared as possible for, you know, for August 18th. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell you what, Marion is a head scratcher to me. Um, and I'm not, no, I'm not a local high school football expert by any means, but, uh, you know, they had a nice run there, you know, for a while. And then it was like, out of nowhere, they go, what, two and whatever it was, or, uh, win one or two games last year. Uh, they got a really solid quarterback in Bryce Lassane. In fact, uh, you know, he's got 2,773 yards passing in his career. That's second best. You're going to face the number one returner in passing yards in Northwoods, Owen Yoder. Um, so, you know, it's how, how do you prepare for a team that has a good quarterback, but, you know, they just couldn't figure out last year? Are they going to be better and, and on the upswing this year? Or? Yeah, you know, I I think it's whenever you go on a – and you got to keep in mind that um, they're a 3A school, and I, I think when you're in 3A and below, you're going to have ebbs and flows of, of talent come through. Um, and they had a run of a lot of talent. You know, mm-hmm. you, you look at, you know, night or really starting in 18, 18, 19, 20, 21. I mean, they were loaded with a lot of talent and a lot of skill. And, you know, that cycled through a little bit for them. And I think they had to play a lot of young people last year, uh, particularly up front. Um, but like you said, their quarterback's really talented. Um, and I, I know that they played a lot of young people last year. The, the weird thing about it is, is we play Mary in week one, and then I literally don't see them on film again. So I have no idea, you know, did they have injuries or, you know, what happened once you get into the mindset and in your own season, you tend to not uh, focus on others, but I, I know that, you know, the same, the same way I mentioned about Penn um, 
and really well coached. Mike is a really good football coach. They've got a lot of good football coaches on that staff. Um, and they're going to have their kids in the right places and they're going to have their kids ready to play. Um, you know, our goal in, in that game is to hopefully not have to play as many guys both ways. And it's, it's a little warmer typically in that first game of the year. Um, and, you know, maybe we'll be able to wear them down in the fourth quarter. But I will tell you this about Mike, and I think it's, you know, the best compliment I can give them is um, I, I have gone to watch them a few times in the semi-state. You know, we've lost in the regional and they were playing in the semi-state. And it, it is a vastly different looking team than what we saw in week one. The the improvement that they make over the course of the year is, is incredible. So I think that's a testament to their good coaching and, you know, making the best out of whatever it is they end up having. And listen, like I've been there before, you know, in 2020, uh, the COVID year, we started 0-3 and I thought we were pretty dang good. You know, mm -hmm. um, we just lost three one score games. And, you know, a lot of people were saying, what's going on with Mishawaka? You know, now we were fortunate enough to to win seven or eight in a row and still win our sectional. But there's just some funny things that happen sometimes in this game. And and that's what makes it so fun. And, and sometimes it makes you want to pull your hair out. Yeah. Uh, so it's safe uh, to say that Marion will be better than last year, uh, their record. Um, you know, how much uh, do you not show your hand? With, you know, obviously, every game big. You know, we both know Coach Sharp made Culver like the best team ever, uh, Triton the best team ever. So you want every week to be a big game. But you know, uh, when you face Marion at week one, you got that huge road contest in week two looming. Um, do you feel like it's a trap game? How do you get your guys to focus? Uh, do, you, do you not show as much knowing that, yeah, as you mentioned, you know, coach is going to scout really well? And No, you know, I, I, that's a really good question. But I think that we don't we don't hold things back, right? Like we, we've got everything in that we think we need to win that specific game. So um, I guess to answer your question, the biggest problem we have or we'll run into is how much time do we have to get to all the things that we want to get in? So we may just not have enough time to get everything installed by August 18th. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's, it may not necessarily be that we're holding something back for Penn, but we have decided at some point, all right, we've got to stop now and get better at the stuff that we've got in than, than to keep adding things to it. So um, at some point, there's a decision that has to be made. And we are vastly different, just like everybody else. We're vastly different on offense in week seven than we are in week one, just because we've been able to establish some things and can add add to that package. So um, you know, I, but I don't believe Marion is a trap game. Uh, our, our kids, um, have a really healthy respect for Marion, um, and, and we'll be excited to play, you know, uh, it's the first game of the year, you know, maybe if this were, um, a week eight, week nine combination, which is how it used to be when we played, uh, Penn, you know, we would play Marion week eight, then Penn week nine. I could see that being a scenario, but, but not when it's your first game and, and certainly not when it's, it's a home game. You know, I, I just don't, I don't think that that's something that I'll be concerned about. 
I'll be concerned on whether or not we're ready, you know, and, and that's something that falls on us coaches, but I, I think our kids will be excited to play. Mm-hmm. As I should be. So we always do a rapid fire at the end. Uh, these are just some fun, random questions. Um, do you prefer watching college football or pro football? Have you had to choose one over the other? College football. I almost never watched the NFL. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you have a favorite team? In college? College, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm a Notre Dame fan. So, you know, we we do a lot of work on, on Sundays ourselves in, in game planning, so – by the time I get home Sunday, I'm I'm pretty whipped, and I just want to spend some time with my kids. So I don't usually watch the NFL. Okay, okay, fair enough. Um, what's your favorite restaurant in the Mishawaka area? Jesus Latin Grill. It's the Jesus best Latin it's, Grill. It it's. Do you know where it is? I do not. It is down by the Riverwalk um, in Mishawaka. Um, and I am telling you, it's the best restaurant in the area, and it's not even close. Wow. What do you, what do you get? Do you have a go-to um, item? Well, they have, this, they have a great appetizer. It's called carne y papas. It's really just steak and potatoes. And then I always get the, uh, I always get the street tacos. But um, it's owned by the same people that own Evil Check. I don't know if you've been there before. And, and own Corn Dance. So they, they own three. And th- those are probably my three favorite restaurants in the area, but Jesus is the top. Okay. Okay. Well, Aaron, we'll have to check that out sometime. Jesus and Mishawaka. Yeah, those are good spots. Well, coach, uh, we want to thank you uh, for joining our podcast show. Uh, we appreciate your analysis, your uh, input, um, and for um, you know all the things you do for Mishawaka football. Um, and we want to wish you the best of luck this season. Thanks a lot for having me, guys. Good to talk to you. Looking forward to a, to another season. Well, thank you guys for listening to the Will and Aaron Show. If you are enjoying our podcast, we would love for you to rate and share our podcast. Leave a review. It will help us out. You can follow us on Twitter at Will Aaron Show or on Instagram at the will and aaron show and you can like the will and aaron show facebook page thanks to you we now have listeners from nine different countries 26 states across america and 91 u.s cities tune in next time as we discuss more local how and pro sports